everybody. Welcome to Life Awakening. As always, I'm your host, Coach Kelly Tamey, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. And it is Monday, September 23rd. It is the day after my birthday. I was uh, out celebrating yesterday, so I'm a little late with podcast today. I hope you will forgive me for that. But I want to congratulate all of you for helping me reach a milestone of 8,000 downloads, man. You guys are like the bomb.com. I appreciate you so much from the bottom of my heart. And I also got an email last week from PodCoin. For all my PodCoin listeners, if you haven't checked their blog, PodCoin will be shutting down on September 24th tomorrow. So sad. So if you're looking for another place to listen to this awesome podcast, hop on over to Spotify or over to iHeartRadio and you can hear me on all of the major platforms for podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, CastBox, Breaker, all of them. I'm on them all. So it'll be awesome. So uh, I just want to help you guys uh, find a new home to find this podcast. Uh, I hope PodCoin gets it figured out and they come back with another awesome app so that you can get paid to listen to me. Yep. So uh, again, for all my PodCoin users, hop on over to your next favorite podcast listening platform and I will be there. All right. Thank you guys again so, so, so much. And this week, we are talking about your self-worth again. You know, I've had several podcasts around this subject, several, like lots. And there were a few, they started with the Car Chronicles. And and actually, I think I talk a little bit about your self-worth in just about every podcast that it is that we have, especially for women. That seems to be a thing. We, um, and it may not be conscious. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today, because how you feel about yourself also affects your money. How you feel about how you feel about money in general affects your self-worth. And the things that you say, which are most of the time habit and you don't think anything about it, how it affects your subconscious and how it makes you feel internally and then how your subconscious goes about running your day and running your life after that. So you hear me say all the time that your subconscious is taking in information 24-7. It is taking in If you go to bed and you leave the TV on, all the late night commercials are being played and they're going directly into your subconscious without you knowing it. So the TV stations are programming your thoughts. They're programming your emotions. They're programming. And when your subconscious hears it, it's a truth. Like I, I, I can't say this enough. Everything that you say to yourself is a truth to your subconscious, your your subconscious. So if you say, well, I'm broke. If that tends to be something that comes out of your mouth all the time, your subconscious is like, okay, I'm going to give her more reasons to believe that she's broke. So more things are going to start showing up in your showing up in your life that need fixing, where you have to spend more money, where you never have anything left over. If you have the thought process that you're always looking for something free, like I, 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 that costs too much, that's expensive. Like if those are the words that are coming out of your mouth, you are telling your subconscious that you are not worthy of the money spent for that item. You're not good enough. You're not, you're, you, you, you are not worthy of the, the money spent on that to have that. And so I, I really want to direct this toward like personal development and things that are going to help you grow. So the, this is going to sting. You know, I'm, I'm really sitting here thinking about how this is going to come out. And there's really, there's not going to be an easy way for this to come out and not sting. 
Like, I, I, I'm not even going to apologize because you need to hear this. If you're my, my whole purpose, my whole mission, my vision is to see a world that's healed. All right. T- to have people know their worth, know that they're good enough, have successful relationships. And when they get out of a relationship, then they do their healing before they jump into another relationship. That they're not self-medicating with alcohol or smoking weed or using drugs or having to take antidepressants and all of this other kind of stuff because you can heal your body you can heal your life and 99 percent of that starts with how you think i say this in every podcast we are where we are because of how we think and my whole mission in life is to help you heal and help you treat you better help you teach other people how to treat you better because you teach people how to treat you You teach people how to treat you by how you treat yourself. You teach people how to treat you by what you allow them to do to you. It's okay. Like think about uh, uh, if you've ever been in a relationship where your significant other is always a smart ass towards you. Like they're always down talking to you. They're always yelling at you. They're disrespecting you in some kind of way. But you stay and you don't say anything to it, you just take it. You put your head down like you actually did something wrong or you did something to deserve it and you take it. That's not okay. You didn't deserve it. You don't, nobody deserves to be talked to like they're a dog, number one. Most of the time, dogs don't even deserve to be talked to the way some humans talk to other humans. All right, you've got, to, you've got to learn your worth. You've got to know that you're good enough. You've got to start stepping into your power and start taking your power back. You've got to start standing up for yourself. You've got to start setting healthy boundaries. You've got to start realizing your worth. And we're going to start that with talking about your words. Like I, I, I've struggled with, with what I want to say today, which is hard because I always have a lot to say, but I, I'm struggling with the fact that I know this is good. This is going to sting, <laughs> but it's, it, it's all going to be okay. I'm going to wrap it all up and you guys are going to feel okay. I, hopefully you're going to feel better uh, about what I'm saying after the fact. So let's take a moment and listen to my awesome sponsors for this week. And we will be right back with today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. And you know, I was listening to Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek the last couple of days, and he's got some awesome YouTube videos and he, he speaks a lot on leadership and how leaders should lead. Um, I don't even like the word should, but um, how, how the best leaders lead. And he said something in one of them and he actually he said this in several of the different ones that I've listened to in the last couple of days. He said there's, there's two ways that you can see the world or two ways that people see the world. They either see the things that they want or they see the things in the way of what they want. So which one are you? So are you somebody that sees what you want and you're willing to take a step and go get it? Like you know that you can have it, that's your dream, that's your goal, that's your vision, and you're willing, and it doesn't matter what's in your way, you're going from point A to point B, and if something gets in your way, you're going over it, around it, or through it. Are you that person? Do you see what it is that you want? Or do you see the things that are in the way of what you want? Because that's, that's, that's really prevalent. Like, I, I want you to think about that for a second. So people who see the things it is that they want. I'm a person that sees what she wants. I don't see obstacles. I don't, I don't let obstacles get in my way. I figure it out. I'm going over it, around it, or through it. 
or under it, whatever I got to do. But there's, there's nothing getting in the way of me reaching my destination. So if we were in a room, and this is the example he used in his, in his, in his speech that he was doing. So if we're in a room and, I had, and you were standing on a dot and I told you to go over there, your direction is you're going to go over to the other side of the room and you're going to stand in the corner. So you start walking across the room and I go and I put a chair in your way. Well, you don't let the chair stop you. You walk around the chair and you get to the corner. And, but even though I, I may have told you walk in a straight line from here over to the corner and stand in the corner, you have a direction, you have a destination. If I said, find a spot in the room and go stand there. And I put a chair in the way while you're walking nine times out of 10, those people are going to change their direction. They're not going to go to the original place that they had picked or they're just going to stop. And when people are asked, why did you stop? Well, you put a chair in the way because you didn't have a clear destination. Now, how does that tie in with your self-worth? Most people who don't set goals, don't have dreams or quit dreaming for whatever reason, they don't feel like they have a purpose or maybe they haven't found their purpose yet and they feel lost and they feel stuck. Generally, if you're feeling lost and you feel stuck, you may not feel worthy of having a dream. And so dreams typically to people cost money. And so if you're always looking for something for free, you're looking for free stuff, you're crippling your self-worth. Now, what do I mean by that? What is that? What, how, how do I, why, why, why do I believe that? I, I not only believe that, I know that. When you ask, when you ask how much does it cost? Well, I, I'm going to use my workshop as an example. If you ask me how much my workshop cost, it's October 12th down in Mission Bay. So if you're in the San Diego area, it's called Rip the Bandaid Off. Me and my girl, Monique Gaffney, the spirit-minded, uh, spirit-led coach, uh, we are doing a, a, a healing workshop there to help you guys like start your, your, your core wound healing that day. So I had, uh, if you ask me how much that was, it's $25. If your first response out of your mouth is, that's too expensive. You've just told your subconscious that you're not worth it. You're not worth $25 to make you a better you. So what else are you not willing to spend $25 on? Or let's flip that. What are you willing to spend $25 on? Are you willing to go to the bar on Friday, Saturday night? And how much are you spending? 25, 50, 100, $150 at the bar on the weekend? You can spend $150 at the bar on the weekend, but you can't spend $25 that's going to help you heal and make you a better person. What, what, what are the messages that you're sending your subconscious? What are the messages that you're sending your heart? What are the messages that you're sending your soul? What are the messages that you're sending to your children? What are the messages you're telling to your friends? Yeah, I know that sings. I, 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 fe- I felt the energy shift when I, when I said that. I, and, and, and I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying you, you're a bad person for doing what it is that you do. I'm telling you, I was the poster child for going and spending $100, $200 on a weekend at the bar. When I was in the darkest part of my, uh, of my journey, which led me to a stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills, I started partying on Thursday. And I didn't stop partying until 6 p.m. on Sunday night. And I spent ungodly amounts of money at the bar over the weekend. But if something else came up, oh, I don't have the money for that because I wanted to make sure I had money to spend on the weekend so I could party and be numb. So I don't know where you're at in your life journey, but when you're telling yourself, 
I don't have the money for that. When was the last time you spent money on a book that's going to make you better? When was the last time you bought a personal development book that's going to make you a better you? When's the last time you bought a book that's going to help you heal? When's the last time that you went to a seminar that's going to help you grow? When was the last time you did something that's going to make you a better person tomorrow than what you are today? I'm serious. So if you set a goal, when was the last time you set a goal? When's the last time that you dreamed, you dreamed out loud? When was the last time you wrote down a dream and said, I want that? Hey, you know, we hear people say all the time, oh, that's on my bucket list. Do you actually have a list? Do you actually have a list written down? It says, this is on my bucket list. I want to do this. Is it digital or is it actually written down? Or is it just in your mind as a maybe someday, if I'm lucky, I can do that. And then you look at all the obstacles that's going to get in the way of you achieving, getting something off your bucket list. I've already done three things on my bucket list. I went to Iceland, number one. I traveled out of the country, number two. Did it twice in the same trip. Went to the Blue Lagoon. I was three. I moved across the country. No net. Another, another bucket list item, retire from personal training. Next Wednesday, October 2nd, will be my last day as a personal trainer. I'm, I'm jumping, man. I'm chasing my dreams. Not only am I doing that, like this past Saturday, somebody came and took my class. It's actually one of the other trainer's moms. She works at Hay House Publishing. You know how freaking awesome it was to autograph a book for her, knowing that she's going to take it to work and let her editors look at it and say, hey, I think we need to, I think we need to pick up this book. I think we need to be the publishers of this book. It needs to get out here because it's gonna help people heal. It fits, it's in alignment with what we do. We help people heal. That's the type of books that we promote. How freaking amazing would it be for Hay House to pick up my book and now I have a traditional publisher and it gets out to more people because it's not just me promoting my book. I have the finances and the resources and the big publisher helping me to promote my book. How freaking amazing is it when you just take a moment, you take a minute and you, you cultivate that belief. You can't cultivate that belief if you're always looking for free shit. If it ain't free, you're not going to do it. You don't value anything that's free. Let's tie that to your self-worth. You've got to have some skin in the game, man. You've got to spend money in order to teach yourself the, the value of what it is that you're doing. Just like personal training. I get people all the time, hey, can you, get, can you give me a workout? No, I cannot give you anything. That's how I pay my bills. That's how, does your job want you, does your boss want you to give him some free hours? Are you going to say okay to that? No. When I put it to you like that, you're like, ooh. I have people all the time, hey, can you give me a meal plan? No, I can't give you anything. I could, but I'm not. Because if I give it to you, you don't value it. You've told your, you've told your subconscious, hey, this isn't, I, I'm not worth paying the money for this. Is that what you want to believe? That's a subconscious belief that you have got to change. You've, you've just been telling yourself that quietly over and over and over and over and over again. And now it's a belief. How many times have I told you um, you are where you are because of how you think? How many times have I told you that your beliefs are just thoughts you keep thinking? So if you, your belief is I'm not worthy, I'm not worth it, 
I'm not good enough is because those are your thoughts. So how do you change your thoughts? You've got to start being aware of your thoughts. You've got to start writing them down. I just had uh, just launched my online course, uh, Soul Transformation, last week. We did it went Thursday. Phenomenal, phenomenal class. Had eight people show up in the class. We had um, a few that were at work and couldn't be on the live class. But like there was an instant shift on the class from doing the exercises. We did one exercise called I'm Responsible for Me. Yeah, I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. And, it, and when I asked them how did it feel when they read that new mantra out loud to themselves while looking at themselves in a mirror, they were like, that, that, that was emotional. Because let me, let me help you. You are responsible for you. Nobody else is responsible for you. Nobody owes you nothing. You owe you. You owe you. Nobody, nobody can do your job for you. Nobody can walk your journey for you. Nobody can make your dreams come true for you. If you said, okay, my dream is to travel the world. Okay, so how are you going to do that? I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever have the money. See, you just told yourself that you're not worth it and you're looking at the obstacles in the way of getting you to where you want to go. Why not make you a bucket list and stop worrying about the how? You know what? I want to go to the Blue Lagoon. Where's that at? That's in Iceland. You know what? Go look up some videos of the Blue Lagoon. Feel that feeling of what it would be like. Imagine, why, why don't you change how you ask the question? What would it feel like to be, to be walking in that hot spring full of minerals that energizes my body? How awesome would my skin feel after being soaked luxuriously in hot spring water the what so I'm my experience and I, I'll just give you my experience so maybe you can live vicariously through me in this particular instance we went my me and my friend Vanna and um, her husband Doug we went to the Blue Lagoon when we did our overnight in Iceland on our way to Oslo Norway for our leadership retreat with Best Life when we got to the Blue Lagoon it was a little chilly outside it was about 55 degrees so being in your bathing suit and then having to uh, walk out in the water and the water was about chest high uh, I'm barely 5'5", five five, so like I said, it's about chest high in most places, a little bit deeper in a couple of other places. But the water temperature, so imagine a hot tub without the bubbles, without the jets blowing. And we had been, we flew red eye, so we flew overnight. So we were exhausted. We got to, I got to the airport in Iceland about 4.30 in the morning. Vanna and Doug got there about 6.30, so I had to wait a couple of hours on them. Then we bought our tickets to the... We had already bought our tickets to the Blue Lagoon. We had to buy bus tickets to get to the Blue Lagoon from the airport. We get there, we change, we go out there, we get in the water. The water ranges between 94 degrees and 104 degrees. The water feels like silk on your skin. We were in that water for three hours. They have little swim up bars or walk up bars outside at the in the, in the spring you call it a pool because it does have like the concrete or whatever in there but um so that you could walk but it was it was amazing like the water felt amazing and being in that water and your skin feels like silk i kid you not it felt amazing and we were exhausted when we got there we were tired but we weren't going to miss this opportunity we get ready to leave there and then we go sightseeing. We didn't go to bed till almost 8.30 that night. Being in that water for three hours energized us. 
until we just had no gas left in the tank. It was amazing. So instead of looking at the obstacles that's in your way of getting to your bucket list item or your dream, why not look at it as, hey, what would it be like if I got to, if, if I sat down in that water? What would it feel like if I'm laying in the water and I got a massage while I was in there and they're just, they're, they're massaging all of that, those minerals into my body and let my body just soak it in. Like, what would that feel like? What would, how would my body respond? Instead of saying, oh, I wake up in pain every day. How about, what would it, what, what would it be like if I woke up every day pain-free? Your subconscious goes into, it goes into solution mode at that point in time. It's not looking for, if you say, oh, I wake up and I'm in pain every day. Okay, well, that's your cue every morning. As soon as you open your eyes, something hurts. So at night before you go to bed, it's like, you know what, I'm gonna, I, it, it's going to be awesome to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to be pain free. How long can you sustain that thought? How long can you sustain, sustain that belief? Do you have, all right, so let me ask you this. Do you believe that our thoughts can make us sick? I can answer that, yes or yes. Because your thoughts is what causes your depression. Your thoughts is what causes your anxiety. True story. So if your thoughts can cause your depression and your thoughts can cause your anxiety, your thoughts can cause your frustration, your thoughts can cause your anger, your thoughts can cause your grief, your thoughts can cause your heartache. Can your thoughts not heal all of those things? My belief is there's no disease, it's dis-ease. Our dis-ease comes from our thoughts of thinking about things that are not congruent with what our subconscious and our mind and our heart and our soul knows. I'm not saying that the medical profession is not needed. I'm not saying any of that. And if you're sick, by all means, go to the doctor and get checked out. But I'm telling you, changing how you think will change your life. I changed how I thought and it was work. It was not overnight. There is no, there's no quick fix to anything. I, I'm not here to promote a quick fix. I'm not here to tell you that if you start doing this today, you're gonna be well tomorrow, I'm gonna call bullshit. True story, but I will tell you, if you put in the work, if you put in the work, I'll say that again, if you put in the work, you put in the time, you start being aware and you start thinking about what you think about, you start flipping those thoughts from what I just said, well, that's, that's expensive, that costs too much, I can't do that. You know what, let, let, let me see what I can rearrange in my budget and make that work because I know this is gonna help me heal and I know that I need that and I know that I'm worth it. What do you think is gonna happen when you do that? How do you think that your subconscious and your heart and your soul is gonna respond when you say, you know what, let, let, let me see what I can move around. Maybe I just don't go out to eat this weekend and I can take care of that. You know what, payday's on Friday. I'm gonna move a couple of things around and I'm gonna make sure that I can do that because I know I need this healing. I know it's probably gonna hurt when I realize that I've been, doing, I've been causing some of this hurt, but if I can start healing and I can start feeling better, that'd be the best $25 I've ever spent in my life. It's all, it's, it's your perspective. I didn't change the price of the workshop. I just changed my perspective on how I looked at the price of the workshop. If you can change your belief that going to this workshop and spending that $25 is going to make me a better me and I'm gonna, I know because I know Tammy. 
because Tammy trusts Monique. And if Tammy brought Monique to do this workshop and she says that she's as good as she is, and I know how good Tammy is because I talk to her on a regular basis. I listen to her podcast. I've gotten coaching from her before. I know that she can help me heal. I know spending $25 on this workshop is more than worth the money and I'm going to make it work. I'm going to figure it out. I'll work a couple of extra hours at the gym. I'll work a couple of extra hours at the, at the job. I'll pick up an extra shift at the restaurant. I'll drive for Uber for an extra two hours. Because that's all it's going to take. And you'll have the money. So to say that you can't come up with $25 for a workshop that's going to change your life, you're telling yourself that you're not worth it. You're worth it. You deserve it. You need it. And it'd be the best decision that you ever made. I promise you, when we did the I'm responsible for you, exercise. I'm going to go, go back to that for a second. Like I, I had a couple of women say like that, that was, that was emotional. Like for me to realize, you know, I am responsible for me and I have small children. You're responsible for them too until they become adults. So now you have, you have to do what you have to do to make things right. Like we're not given the ability to make all the right decisions, but we are given the God given ability to make all of our decisions right. I'm going to say that again. We're not given the ability to make all the right decisions all the time. But we are given the God-given ability to make all of our decisions right. You have the God-given ability to make your life as great, as awesome, as wonderful, as phenomenal as you choose it to be. You also have the God-given ability and free will to make it as shitty and terrible and miserable and depressing as you want it to be. What I would recommend is for you to choose wisely. <laughs> That's just the truth. I, nobody can choose your path for you. There's no insertion in this world. Nobody is saying, okay, this is your lot in life. You, you bought a lottery ticket for life and you lost. So you're a loser and this is your lot in life. Bullshit. You did not buy a losing lottery ticket. We all have a, lo a winning lottery ticket that we've been given when we come to this earth. We just forget we have it. You know what the winning lottery ticket is? Is our mind. It is the most well-built computer on the face of the planet. We just weren't given any instructions on how to use it. We got to figure it out. Once you learn how to use those words, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. You're going to change your life. Promise you. Those are my favorite words. I'll figure it out. This is going to be uncomfortable and I, you might, I, I'm going to feel a little pressure at this because I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to figure it out. I always figure it out and it always works out for me. You ask anybody that knows me personally, that's what I say. I'll figure it out. I always do. It always works out for me. In the end, I, and it usually works out some, a different way than I ever had intended to begin with in the first place, but it always works out. Just like I always get a front wheel parking spot. That's my expectation. I always get a front row parking. Everywhere I go, I get a front row parking. Don't believe me, ride in the car with me someday. You'll see. <laughs> my friend Michelle at the gym, she didn't believe me. We went to lunch one day. I drove and we pulled up to the restaurant. I've never been to this restaurant a day in my life. Never even heard of it. We pulled up and she was like, oh my God, you do get front row parking. There's a front row parking spot right there in front of the door. And it was not handicapped. It was like right there. She was like, holy shit. <laughs> It is what it is. What you believe you achieve. If you believe, if your belief is that you don't deserve to heal, you're not worthy of healing. You're not worthy of spending $25 on yourself to make you a better you. 
guess what? Your subconscious and the universe are going to give you more reasons to believe that you're not worthy. By people coming into your life, bad things happening, your car breaking down, shitty relationships. All those are, are all of those are consequent. I don't even like the word consequent. All of those are results of your thinking and your belief structure. That's it. Your thoughts and your beliefs are like a radio station. If your belief is, and it could be subconscious because like most of us, we don't want to face the fact that we believe that we're not worthy or we believe that we're not good enough. If you want to know whether or not you believe you're good enough, if that's a belief, go to the mirror right now or pull your phone up and put it on selfie. Go ahead, get your phone out, turn the camera on, put it on selfie. Look yourself in the, look yourself in the, in the, in the eye and say, I'm enough or I am good enough or I am worthy. Try, I'm responsible for me. I am responsible for my past, present and future. I'm responsible where I go from here. How does that feel? If that was uncomfortable or you couldn't get it out or that guy was emotional, your beliefs and your thoughts aren't congruent. Your thoughts are on one radio station and your beliefs are on another. They're not connecting. That's the same thing when, when people say, oh, I can't hear from God. No, you can't hear from God because you got too much negative ass shit going on in your head. You don't sit down long enough to quiet your mind. I've said this in, I've said this in several podcasts. You want to know what this means? Go back to my podcast, meditation and, and prayer and meditation. Because I talk about the differences between prayer and meditation. Prayer is where you talk to God. God, Jesus, higher power, source, inner being, whatever you want to call it. Meditation is where you quiet, quiet your mind so that you can hear from God. If you're on the negative side of life and you've got 90 million negative ass thoughts running through your head, that's like an angry ocean. It says in the Bible, God speaks in a still quiet voice. That still quiet voice is actually, you're going to hear your voice in your head. It's going to be a thought. You'll know it's not your thought. You'll know it's a thought that came from your higher power because you have not thought that thought before. You can't hear that thought because you've got too many angry thoughts going on in your head. He could throw the Empire State Building into your thoughts and you wouldn't know it. That's just the truth. So you've got to get your thoughts and your emotions and your beliefs on the same channel. When you change the status quo, like you change the way that you think, you start catching those ne negative thoughts on purpose, even if it feels uncomfortable, your life as you know it is about to level up in ways that I can't even put into words for you. Like the game changers in life is when you change the station from the negative ass bullshit that station's been moved, it's been turned off, and you're no longer receiving negative thoughts and bullshit from a normal life. It's called level upgraded. That's your game changer, man. Play video games. How does, how, what have you got to do? So to all my gamers out there, what do you got to do to level up in your game? You got to put in work. You got to spend time. You've got to, and I don't know what games you play. Like I, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to go Mario Brothers. <laughs> You've got to get to the end of the map and then you've got to defeat whatever it is, whatever monsters at the end of the map. And you may die 15 times before you get to level up. Why is it that you're willing to play that game and not quit until you level up, until you memorize the map, memorize what it's going to take to beat the demon or the monster at the end of the map in order to level up, but you quit on yourself in life? 
and you give up. Why do you do that? If, if the game is more important to level up in and your life is not important to level up in, what are you teaching yourself? What are you teaching your kids? What are you telling people about you? Like, doesn't that sting? Doesn't that hurt? Doesn't that suck? Yes, I'm poking the bear. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm poking, I'm, I'm sticking my finger in the wound and I'm twisting it. I want you to feel this because I don't want you to live a normal life. I want you to live an extraordinary life. But an extraordinary life isn't just going to be handed to you. It's going to play the, the, the Mario Brothers and figuring out the map. The map on Mario Brothers is your life. Getting to the end of that map when you fail 15 times before you finally win and you level up and you get to celebrate. You know what? When, it, when, you, when you finally beat whatever that dragon or whatever it is at the end of the map, how long does it take for your life to level up? Seconds before you go to the, to the next map. Unless you hit pause. There's no pause on life, people. You can't hit the pause button. I mean, you can, really, you, you can. You can do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you can hit pause and you can keep living that same life, going to that shitty job that you hate, that you bitch moan and groan and complain about, coming home, watching Netflix, Hulu, binging out, going to the bar on the weekends and repeat on Monday for the next five days. That's putting pause on your, on your life. That's hitting the pause button on the game because you're not ready to level up. You know why people don't want to level up? You know why people back away from the level up? You know why they hit that pause button? It's because they know as soon as they level up, things change. They know the next level is going to be a little bit more challenging. They know the next level, they're going to have to work a little harder. But the best gamers in the world, and I'm just talking about video games, man. They will sit there for hours until they figure it out. My favorite words, figure it out. Life is no different than a damn video game. You're on this video game. You are playing the video game map. You get to the end of that map. You have something that is way more difficult than whatever it is that you experienced on the trail. You have to defeat that. And you may die 15 times on the game before you finally do it. And when you do it, you level up and the level up takes seconds. And the next map that you go to, it's more difficult, it's more challenging. You're gonna have to work harder, you're gonna have to spend more hours. I'm not afraid of work. So let's talk about work for a second while I got you on here. <laughs> if we're talking about work, people give work a bad name. You know why work sucks for most people? Because they're doing something that they don't give two shits about. They're doing a job that they hate. Simon Sinek talks about his, his purpose, is his, his vision is to see a world where everybody's going to a job and living their purpose. They're happy about going to work. They're happy about living their life. He wants the world to be a happier place. I'm with him. I'm, I'm on that train. I am on that train with him. All of us that are in the motivation world. And I, I, I don't really want to tout myself as a motivational speaker. It, like, I, I want to teach you how to be a better you. I don't have it all figured out. I figured out my life and everybody's life is the same but different. We all go through different things in the same way. We all have to figure it out. We all have, we all have speed bumps or roadblocks in life 
where we hit a wall and we have to figure out how to get over the wall, around the wall, under the wall, through the wall. Your emotional status when you hit that roadblock is going to depend on how long it's going to take you to get through that wall. That's the truth. No different than the video game. You, if you are a gamer, you will spend hours trying to figure out how to get through that level. And I, because I, I keep going to Mario Brothers because that's my, or Pac-Man. How many times did you sit there and play Pac-Man and you memorize those maps and you memorize where the little ghosts were going to go and, and you, you memorize the, the, the trajectory that you had to go through the map in order to eat all the little dots in order to, to level up. And then each level that you went to, the next map went a little faster. And when you ate the, the, the big dot and the ghost turned blue, they didn't stay blue as long and you would die quicker. But how much money did you spend at the arcade figuring out how to play Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man in order to beat the game and to level up? Why won't you spend that kind of time and that kind of money to level you up? Why don't you tell yourself, I'm worth it. I deserve it. I'm enough. I'm good enough. I, I want to level up. I want my kids to have the best life. I want to have the best life. I want to leave a legacy for my family, for my kids, for generations to come. Like, am I the only one that believes that? Am I the only one that has that desire? Am I the only one that has that deep-seated desire that I want to leave the world a better place? I want to help the world heal. I want all of you to live your best life. What would it be like if we woke up tomorrow and your heart didn't hurt? What would it, how, how would it feel to wake up tomorrow and you woke up happy? How would it feel if you woke up tomorrow and you didn't feel depressed or anxious? How would it feel if you woke up tomorrow and you weren't frustrated or angry? How would it feel if you woke up tomorrow and your heart wasn't aching? Wouldn't that be awesome? How awesome would it feel if you took the steps to make sure that happened? How would it, how would it feel to teach yourself that you're worth the investment to make you a better you. I've spent ridiculous amounts of money on personal development, whether that's books, whether that's programs, whether that's getting coaching. Coaches need coaches, man. I learn from everybody and, and some of, I, I learn from some of the best. You know how I get my coaches? <laughs> I listen to podcasts of people that's better than me. I, will, I go to seminars regularly. I read their books. And I don't read a book for the sake of reading a book. If I can't read your book and I'm not going to get some, if I don't have a pen and a highlighter out when I read your book, I'm not going to read your book because I can't learn something from it. That's just my, that's how I do it. And, and right now I'm sitting here looking at two whiteboards. I have one big one that's on my wall and I've got another one that you can kind of carry around and prop up against stuff. My little one um, that I have, I have probably uh, 25 25, 26 I am statements on there. I am healthy. I am pain free. I am beautiful. I am lovable. I am enough. I am strong. I am powerful. I'm a good wife. I am a world-class speaker. I'm a world-class life coach. I run a six-figure coaching business. I run a six-figure retreat business. I have a loving husband. I am worthy. I am good enough. I am smart. I am talented. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I am creative. I choose me. I am still standing. I am unstoppable because I choose to be. I am changing the world. I am healing. I am helping people heal. I am helping hurt people heal. I can have it all. The universe has got my back. I am proud of me. All of those are on my board, man. 
And I read that every day. It's written in blue so that my subconscious takes it in and knows that that is a truth. And some of those things on there that I read, they haven't happened yet. But I keep saying them because I know that they are all true. Those are my beliefs. Those are a reality. I'm, I'm living the dream. I walk in my dream every day. You got to get your thoughts to be on the same station as your beliefs. If your thoughts are negative, but yet you speak beliefs that are positive, or have I got that backwards? I think I got that backwards. So if your, if your beliefs and thoughts are negatives, it's time to change the station. That's a better way to put that. If your thoughts and your beliefs are negative, it's time to change the station. You've got to, you, you've, the, the station is moved, man. You no longer want to receive all that negative ass bullshit from a normal life. It's time to level up and you deserve it. Stop looking for free shit all the time. You're crippling your self-worth. You deserve a better life. You deserve the best life. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to feel joy. You deserve to feel love. You deserve to travel the world if that's a passion of yours. You deserve to have it all, whatever all is, but you have to define that. Most of us don't even, most people, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say us because I'm not in that us. Most people don't even know what it is that they want. When you ask them what they want, they say, I don't know. They've never thought about it. Or maybe like if you do ask somebody, like if you, I'll go to relationships. Because if I'm talking about relationships and you say, what do you want in a mate? The first thing they say, especially women, they'll say, I don't want. I didn't ask you what the hell you don't want. I asked you what you wanted. You already figured out what you don't want in a relationship from all the past relationships that's failed. So take those don't wants and flip them into positive statements and speak that shit into existence. You don't want to be broke anymore? No, you don't. But how do you flip that? You flip that, you know what? I live a life where money is no object. I get to go wherever it is I want to go when I want to go. I can walk into any restaurant in town and I can pick whatever I want off the menu and never have to look at the prices. I'm debt free. I travel the world at will. I help people because it makes me feel good. I help people because I can. What does that feel like? Do you know what it feels like to be a millionaire? Like I, I hear people all the time, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Do you know what that feels like? Have you ever been a millionaire? What's the, so I, I, I'm going to challenge your belief structures here in just a minute. What's the most amount of money that you've ever made in a year? Think about that for a minute. What's the most amount of money that you've ever made in a year? The average person, most of them have never made more than $100,000 in a year. I'm here in California. I'm sure that average is a lot higher, but like, think about that. Most people say they want a million dollars, but they've never made $100,000. Most people say they want a million dollars, but they've never experienced what it's like to make $75,000 a year. How are you going to be able to handle a million dollars in cash and not go right back to your set point of $75,000 because you didn't know what to do with the money you had? You've got to change your belief structure in order to level up. Just like the Mario Brothers game, you've got to figure it out. You've got to keep going through the map until you figure it out. What is it like to live like the wealthy live? Do you have a healthy relationship with money? That might be a better question. Maybe you should ask yourself, what would it be like if I woke up and I had $100,000 in my bank account in the morning? What would it feel like? What would I do? Like, I think that thought a lot. What would it be like if I woke up with $100,000 in my bank account in the morning? 
What would it be like if I woke up with $200,000 in my bank account in the morning? If I woke up and had $100,000 in my bank account in the morning, I would be debt free and I'd be looking to open up an investment account. I'd buy the clothes that I need to do public speaking. I'd have a whole new wardrobe or at least a start because I wouldn't, I don't, I don't want to spend everything that I have. And that's an old set point for me. When I get it, I spend it. But now that I know that I can change that. You have to be aware of what your triggers are. And it, I, I kind of like skipped all over the place on this podcast, but there's just, I have so much on my mind that pertains to this. I want you guys to know that you are worth it. I want you to stop feeding your mind this bullshit that you don't deserve it because you do. You've got to start catching your negative thoughts and you've got to start flipping them. You've got to start creating your life on purpose and not living by default. Stop hitting the pause button on life and just existing. Beat the dragon at the end of the map and level up. It's your time and you deserve it. Stop looking for free stuff and say, I'm going to figure it out because I need this and I deserve this and I'm doing this for me. And watch how the synchronicities of life come together to show you that you do deserve it and you're worth it. I hope you guys really enjoyed all of this today. I, um, again, sorry that this was late, but I, I was celebrating my birthday yesterday. I am 52 and I am a beautiful, happy, loving, ecstatic 52. And I am super excited for what it has to offer. Whatever the, the universe is going to bring me for the next 365 days of this year. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. Make sure you write your I am statements in blue. Take a picture of it, put it on your phone and remind yourself how awesome you are every single day. Tell yourself you're worth it. Level up, change the station on your negativity. You are the bomb.com and I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye now. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to remind you, if you are interested in getting a copy of my best-selling book, Dear Victim, it's time for us to break up now. Make sure that you hit the link in the show notes. It says, find Dear Victim, it's time for us to break up now by clicking here and right up underneath there. You know, last week I launched my online course called Soul Transformation. It is not too late to sign up for that. I have a buy one, get one offer going on right now. I would love for you guys to take advantage of that. You know, healing sometimes is much better with friends. You guys can heal together, support each other and walk through this journey together. So also in my show notes, if you will go to the link in my show notes, it says click here to join online course. It will take you right to the payment page and you can see you get to choose either a 25% discount for one person or you can buy buy one, get one for two people. Or if you're on your own and you want a payment plan, there's a payment plan available for that too. Thank you guys so much. I love helping you each and every week. I love helping you grow. I love helping you heal. That is my mission in life is for you to be healed and whole and know all of that and that you can be the best you ever and creating your best life. I will see you guys next week. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.